Welcome, 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 welcome back to another awesome episode of Georgia's Talk. I'm your host, Georgia, the honor of Georgia's Talk. Thank you for joining us today, and it is wonderful to have you here on Georgia's Talk, where we talk about everything from time to time. Please have several seats while I enlighten you on what's going on. Alrighty. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button along with that follow button and like, 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 <laughs> and share, 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 and love, love, love. Yes. Just an FYI, Q&A for every episode so you may leave messages and questions of your choice. We live in a world where everything changes, where one day one thing is cool and the next day it is old fashioned and ridiculous. All righty. So how you doing? How you doing good people? Hopefully everyone is having a lovely day or had a lovely day. All right, so, um, and shout out to those that have been purchasing, um, merch. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Thank y'all for y'all love and support. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for purchasing merch again. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for y'all love and support. Uh, don't forget to listen to, you know, my trailer. It'll tell you how you can get my merch and etc. And also you can leave messages and, um, hey, I mail them out. And if you in a Dallas, um, Fort Worth at Metroplex, I can meet you. So yeah, I'm really convenient. <laughs> I make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Sunday. August the 23rd, 2020. Storms. Yeah, it's a few storms coming. And we're going to um, talk about Monica and Brandy battle. And then the former Steeler Jerome Betis files, um, you know, 66 million racial discrimination lawsuit. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's, so why don't you good people go ahead and have several seats. Oh yeah, you can sit over there and over there and over there. <laughs> Alright, so for those that know or don't know, Hurricane Marco's latest track ships west. And um, it's a tropical storm. Laura slightly, slightly strengthened. So Hurricane Marco's forecast track has shifted west. National Hurricane Center forecasters said in a 4 p.m. update. The storm expected to have landfall as a Category 1 hurricane on Monday. It's moving to the north northwest at nearly 13 miles per hour now but a turn to the northwest is expected later tonight followed by a turn to the west 
you know, Northwest by mid by um Monday night. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of areas that that are evacuating uh, for those that lives like close to the Gulf. They're evacuating now, um, the Houston area. All right. And so, meanwhile, Tropical Storm Laura, located just south of eastern Cuba, has slightly strengthened and is expected to become a hurricane late Tuesday or Tuesday night. Hurricane Storm Marco. Marco is located at 240 miles south, southeast of the the mouth of the Mississippi River in about 395 miles southeast of Lafayette, Louisiana. It is moving north, northwest at a at about what 13 miles per hour with a maximum sustained winds of 75 ooh, miles per hour. So, yeah. We need to pray for these people, good people. I mean, pray for the people that's, you know, in those areas. Um, pray um, that they can get up out of there into, you know, somewhere safe with family and friends and loved ones, you know. Um, so on the forecast track, Marco would be near the Louisiana coast Monday afternoon and move near over. It is basically on a move near or over the coast through Tuesday night in tropical storm Laura Laura is located about 50 miles south of you know Cuba and about 220 miles southeast of um yeah Cuba it is moving west north uh, west at 21 miles per hour with a maximum sustained winds of 60 miles per hour so on the forecast track laura is expected to move near or over the southern coast of cuba sunday night and monday and move over the southeastern gulf of mexico monday night and tuesday laura is then expected to move over the central and northwestern gulf of mexico tuesday night and wednesday so please, 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 let's pray for these people in those areas. Um, at least pray that they can get up out of there in time, you know, because, uh, you know, some people just like, I'm not going. I'm just going to stay here and whatever happens, happen, you know, and that's how some people are just stubborn and they just like, OK, I live here. I've been living here forever. And if it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. But we got to pray for those people, too. All right, good people. So let's, you know, pray that prayer for all our loved ones and, you know, just family, friends and people we just don't know, just people in the world in general. So um, next is Monica and Brandy to battle head head to head in, you know, in the next rap battle. <laughs> so how many of y'all listened to my episode when I um, was talking about Snoop and DMX? They had done a battle. So, yeah, now it's Monica and Brandy. So, who y'all think gonna win this battle? Huh? <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> this is not a drill. Brandy and Monica are next to face off. Yeah, on that battle. Who's your money on? Hmm. All right. Huh. Go ahead. Y'all leave it. Y'all, y'all leave who your money on. Yeah. Go ahead and message me who y'all money on. Then I'll tell you who my money on. <laughs> I really haven't got it. I really haven't given it a good thought yet. Um, 
And the only reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, Brandy just came out with some stuff, some good stuff just now. And um, Monica ain't heard nothing yet. So, Because you know how you, when you get older, you grow, you know, uh, you grow with time and your your age and, you know, and um, just life itself. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I can't really say because I haven't heard anything new from Monica. So, I just really can't vote okay so calling all 1990s r&b lovers this is not a drill on saturday august the 22nd okay incredibly exciting news broke that music legends uh, monica and brandy will officially be going head to head in their very own battle Mm -hmm. on monday august the 31st at 8 p.m yeah so get your outfits ready boo-boos (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so let's see as all true rhythm and blues fans especially those who adore you know that music you know from the 90s monica and brandy have had quite a history yeah i agree and uh to say the very least from breaking records with their 1998 single the boy's mine to rumors of uh, you know of them beefing i know y'all remember them beefing too Mm -hmm. with one another after the fact you know to them joining forces 14 years later for another single it all belongs to me and the two stars names being brought up in the same sentence has always been you know newsworthy of course so it's so it's so surreal that both of them will be coming together to battle it out on this upcoming Instagram live showdown with their biggest hits back in May. Hmm, okay. And Monica spoke about wanting to partake in the battle with the star, who millions of fans believe to be her <laughs> her enemy, basically. So for over two decades, I understand <laughs> the idea of the battle rap and i think it's really really entertaining and it is an incredible idea she said in an interview with v103 now what i do like is it's kind of turning into a celebration i can handle a celebration one thing that has happened to me my whole career is being put against someone else that i'm not even remotely similar to i think the reality is us being polar opposites makes it dope monica added the only battle okay (laughs) they want to see with me is me against brandy so this coming from monica and the reality is people have put us against each other for 20 something years she said that will be the only thing that makes sense to me because I've been trying to tell people for about 25 years, you can like both and you really can. And we do like, like y'all both. It's always, you know, in that industry, it's always beef. I don't know if they make it up or whatever the case may be, but it's always been beef. If it ain't R and B it's, you know, the rappers and you know, this, then the third, I don't know if they do it for attention or what, but they do it. excuse me yeah so you're going to turn this into 1998 (laughs) all over again and i have no interest in that so make some new stuff i mean i'm here for the new 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 (laughs) so 
Um, so they can try, they're going to try to get two chains and Rick Ross and they're going to try to get juicy J and, uh, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, and then Rick Ross and two chains to go head to head. Yeah. And then black Twitter debates who would in a Chris Brown in Ursha. Whoa, that will be off the chain. Ooh, Chris Brown and Ursha, baby. Then moves. What? Woo. Michael Jackson moves. What? <laughs> and yeah, I already know, as I stated before, DMX and Snoop, they already went down through there. So, um, and for y'all, for those that did not see that, that's on Georgia's talk. Um, that's on my uh, website, www.georgestalk.com. Also, it's on my Facebook page at Georgia's Talk um, on Facebook. So, for those that missed it, you can go see it there. Next, we're going to talk about former Steeler Jerome Bethis. Filed $66 million racial discrimination lawsuit over his business deal. Terminated business deal, basically. Alrighty, so former Pittsburgh Steelers running back Jerome Bethis has filed a lawsuit against Pittsburgh-based energy group EQT. In an effort to recovery, I mean to recover money lost after a business agreement went south. Mm, I don't like when that happened. So Integrate Serve, Serve. it's a trucking company, um, basically his trucking company, um, partially owned by Jerome, filed a federal lawsuit on Wednesday, which seeks $66 million in damages. The trucking company is seeking this amount due to breach of contract and the defaming of, you know, his reputation, basically. So together, Jerome and his brother own 51% of the trucking company. Man, I miss working for the trucking company. I did there for about six years. Uh, I would love to go back. And I was a fuel coordinator and it was just like so fun. I mean, you see, I mean, you hear all these different stories and I mean, <laughs> and most of those truckers, they always will be like, is Georgia there? Like, no, nah, she not here. Or if somebody else answered the phone, they would just hang up in their face because they like, no, nah, I want to talk to Georgia. And, uh, <laughs> And at that moment, I didn't realize how good my voice was. And um, and then just to hear somebody so sweet and nice, you know, because, you know, a person alone on the road and, you know, away from their family or and you know, some of them don't even have family. They just lonely, you know, and then just for them to be able to hear a sweet, nice voice on the phone and not being mean and obnoxious and, you know, this, that, and the third, you know, because I was always, you know, even if I was having a bad day, they never knew it. I'll take that back. Some of them did because they'd be like, Miss Georgia, what's wrong or whatever. But in the beginning, baby, when I first started that job, and being a fuel coordinator, and they tried me. They tried to run over me, this, then, the third, because I guess they was like, well, she knew. She don't know nothing, you know, this, then, the third. We're going to handle her. When I put my foot down, baby, they was like, Miss uh, Georgia, you caliente. You got a little spunk to you. Y'all like, mm-hmm, don't let this sweet, innocent voice or face fool you. <laughs> yeah. So, nah, it was all fun, though. I really do miss them. And um, 
Man, because you be in that industry. I was in that industry for like six years, six plus years. And yeah, I mean, I I really do tru- truly miss some of them. <laughs> I learned a lot. They taught me a lot also. Um, because say, for instance, they'll say, well, Miss Georgia, I'm going to Louisiana and I'm, you know, and this is my route and yada, yada, yada. Could you please... Um, Find me a few for I mean a fuel stations that way or you know what I'm saying it was just like even you know I'm sitting behind a desk but I was still helping you know so it was just still you know or if they truck broke down or something like that and then break down um they needed help and you know they got too many calls coming through well, I try to help them yeah <laughs> I did break down too so yeah. <laughs> So, um, Jerome claims that racial discrimination caused EQT to withdraw from an agreement with inter, inter, it's like, it doesn't even look like how it should sound because integers served, it just don't look right. Uh, one that began as a commitment to use minor minority own businesses their contract was set to run through february 2021 oh man oh what are you gonna do now because right now they making a killing because think about it because that's the main source right now to get goods back and forth right now you know allegedly um so the lawsuit to fight for what is right Jerome told USA Today Sports he has to stand up and say something when he sees what he believes to be racial injustice. He's calling it out because it's wrong. And the time is now to do something about it. Man. As a kid, growing up, I'm from Greenville, Texas. And, you know, they had a sign, the blackest what was it no the whitest land something i don't know you if you google it it'll come up but it was just like so racist the sign and it was just like kind of weird like what why y'all let this sign be there well anyway so as a kid I, yeah i experienced um racism um i remember shanita and i <laughs> we used to walk to school to the Wait, yeah, to the middle school. So, of course, we crossed the railroad tracks. And uh, it was this one house on the corner to the left. And we, most of the time, had to run past it because there was some KKKs. And, man, <laughs> we would run. Because think about it. We couldn't go around another way. Oh, we, yes, we could have. But we was too lazy to do that. Because we like, nah, we live right here. We going this way. And then, like, it was this other house. Like, say, for instance, we walk into Woody's, which was the store back then. And it was this dude, his house, it was like, yeah, Texas Street. And then, so this guy, he lived on the left, and he drove this, like, blue Dukes of Hazard car. Yeah. And he had all these stickers and stuff like that on it. And he didn't want us walking in his yard on his, I mean, his sidewalk. I mean, but that's not yours. And, oh, he was prejudiced, too. And it was just like, I mean, yeah, so growing up, <laughs> it was just kind of crazy. And it, it, I don't understand why it, was, why it still exists. Because at the end of the day, when we all die, we all turn, what? Black. 
So, and then, it, I mean, it's just crazy. Like, even if I was white, I could be whiter than her or him or vice versa, you know. And I'm black, so, of course, I'm going to be either lighter or darker than the next person, you know. So, it's just like, are you serious? Whatever happened to you loving me for me? <sighs> All right. So the lawsuit also states that the new CEO and I mean the new CEO of EQT, um, Toby Rice, detested um, the company. So Integra served and stated he's stealing Jerome's money. Well, in reference to the previous agreement Jerome had with EQT prior to Rice becoming CEO. In a statement provided to USA Today Sports, EQT denies any wrongdoing and states it will. They would defend themselves against this this unwarranted lawsuit. So, allegedly. (laughs) Alrighty. So, have y'all heard of Miss Guadalupe? Wait. Guadalupe Dulupo Dulupo Yeah Okay I know I'm probably missing it up But y'all know what I'm trying to say (laughs) Alrighty So she was disqualified from a competition Due to topless charity photos And I think this is really 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 not cool Alrighty so this is what happened uh, contestant in the Miss Guadalupe beauty competition was disqualified at the last minute due to her having been, you know, topless for a breast cancer awareness campaign. The young woman says she doesn't regret her actions and is surprised at the outpouring of support on social media. She will continue to defend values close to her heart. Um, so she basically wrote some stuff on social media on Thursday after she learned that she would not be able to compete in the weekend competition. So alongside with six other candidates on Thursday, um, um, the regional Miss France competition explained the reason for her disqualification of a series of photographs deemed contrary to Miss France values. Okay, so this is not right. The pictures and questions were, you know, it was basically for an awareness association with accompanying breast cancer patients and their families. So she did it for a good cause. 20-year-old, this is another weird name, Analia Gumbi appears naked. So G-U-R-M-B-I, whatever that is. Her breast covered in pink sparkly body paint as part of an annual campaign for October Rose. I mean October Rose, sorry. Awareness campaign. So it's not the cause she's standing for, which, you know, poses a problem. But it's a question of applying the rules, explained Sandra Bisson. The National Miss France representative for Guadalupe in an interview with local television. So, the rules clearly 
states that no candidate is accepted if they have done new photos of any kind. But is I think, what are y'all thoughts of this? Do y'all think she should get a pass because what it was for? I can understand that she was doing new photos just to be doing new photo shooters or something like that. But it was for a good cause. So that's what really doesn't sit well with me. Because it's like, these people, I think they do things to draw you to throw you out of the race to if they see you a threat and they want somebody else to win and stuff like this or whatever who are you to say what i can and can't do you know it just don't make no sense (sighs) so she said at first she felt really bad um but then she told herself that maybe she um she should have thought about it beforehand but then after a while she said "Mm, where is the problem and that's what I'm saying. Um, it's for a noble cause. So her attention was good in the photos or not vulgar in any kind of way. So she proud of what she did and she don't regret it. So. Okay. And um, so she accepted the management's decision saying it was severe, but fair play and went on to wish the other candidates good luck for the Saturday evening pageant. Okay, so the rules are strict and she didn't follow them. So now she's facing the consequences. So, of course, her her followers expressed their disappointment in the decision and showed their support. You know, thank you, Jesus. And that's just crazy how it's just crazy because you because think about the thing with Nick Cannon just because he was on his podcast and he was just speaking up and then you know they pulled the plug on him and this then the third and then now he's trying to sue him and then now it's basically like okay they rethinking it and you know all this back and forth back and forth back and forth just because i work for you you don't own me you don't own me and really and truly i don't work for you i'm working for god See what I'm saying? And this is not even your company. They just got you to to be the head honcho. Got you doing their dirty work. You see what I'm saying? Because if you strip all that from them, they ain't nobody. And then people forget where they came from. And if you was to see that person (laughs) outside somewhere, I guarantee you. They would see you first and take out run and make sure and pray and hope that you don't see them because they be thinking that you're going to whoop their ass. Because all the wrong they have done. I mean, think about it. That's just like, say, for instance, an officer arrested many, many people. Right. And you'd be like, say you're dating them or something like that. And you say, oh, OK, baby, let's go to um, Big T. Oh, no, I can't go there. I don't arrested too many people. I know I'm going to see one or two. They ain't finna whoop me there. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) why do a job that you can't go anywhere you want to go and be yourself? You see what I'm saying? (laughs) (sighs) Mm, mm, mm. What are y'all thoughts, good people? I gave y'all a lot. I know. I gave y'all a lot tonight, today, tonight, today. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. All right. 
Oh, my phone. Okay. Alrighty, so, um, please also listen to my trailer. Check out my website at www.georgiastalk.com. I have a Patreon account that has all of my merch. Uh, also, on my website has my merchandise on it as well. My Facebook page, Georgia's Talk, it has my merchandise on it also. Um, I was going to do PayPal, but nah, I changed my mind about that because, you know, mm, I don't like the fees and all the other stuff. And then, like, when you try to reach out to somebody on PayPal, you can't. So, nah, I'm good. So, I take Zelle. I take um, Cash Out. Yeah, and also you can send money through Facebook. So those are some options. Unless y'all got some new stuff or some new ways that I can kind of research it and go with the flow on that. Okay, so thanks for listening to Georgia's Talk, good people. Thank y'all for y'all love and support. Thank you for all of y'all that have been uh, purchasing my merch Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The t-shirts are $20. Um, I have green, I have purple. Wait, I have green, purple, black, white. And also, once those t-shirts are gone, then I'm going to come out with um, another, um, my newest t-shirts. And they basically is going to say, Georgia's talk, but it's going to say, thanks for having Georgia on your mind. And then it's going to have a different website on it. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just basically going to have my anchor website on it. That's it. And then so and then I have these coffee mugs. Yeah. Yes, I have these coffee mugs and I was going to do these bags, but uh, they kind of melt when you put words and stuff on them. So I've just been giving them out. And I should have just did a rifle, a raffle or something and just start, you know, giving them out to my hello good people. But I just been giving it to them, like maybe somebody that buy a shirt. I say, here, there you go. You can add it to, you know, so I just throw in a little some, some, some. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, as I stated before, thanks for listening to Georgia's Talk Good People. As always, thanks for having Georgia on your mind. <laughs> Georgia. Georgia on your mind.